Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. It's your boy Rob here. Welcome to the Bachelor Matt James Episode 3 recap. Before I get into Episode 3, as always, I want to tell you guys about Goalie, the world's first apple cider vinegar gummies. Goalie gummies are a fun and convenient way to incorporate apple cider vinegar and essential nutrients into your daily routine. Remember, every purchase helps support a child in need by providing them with a six-month supply of vitamins through Goalie's partnership with Vitamin Angels. Goalie is the, the gift that keeps on giving. So if you guys want to try out these delicious and healthy apple cider vinegar gummies, please make sure to head to Goalie.com. That's Goalie, G-O-L-I.com, and use promo code T-F-E-S. Once again, that's Goalie, G-O-L-I.com, and use promo code T-F-E-S. All right, guys, so to get into episode three, so the episode starts off um, right after Sarah had her, like, little panic attack. Um, we see Sarah get up. We see Matt comfort comforting her, um, and then Matt and Sarah head outside, and Matt um, talks to Sarah, tries to get her to feel better, and while, while the two are outside, um, we see the girls, the rest of the girls inside, obviously waiting for the real ceremony to continue. Um, we see Anna uh, saying that she believes um, this is an act by Sarah to simply get like more, more attention and more time with Matt. So that's an interesting take by Anna. And we're just going to have to wait and see if that is the case or not. Sarah and Matt then come back in so, they, so the real ceremony could continue. And um, when Sarah walks in, she apologizes to the rest of the women. And she says that she's actually never fainted before. So this is a first for her. And it's very interesting to see um, like if we'll ever find out what really happened there with Sarah. Uh, honestly, like, I, obviously, I've never been a part of this process. So I don't know really what goes on. Like, um, like I, obviously, I've, I've never been a contestant. But I have heard, like, so many stories over the years from contestants about how mentally draining this is, how, how physically draining this is. Um, also, of course, Sarah, um, with her father at home, he has an illness. So uh, it has to be like really tough mentally for all these women uh, being here. So I just hope that Sarah, um, I hope she's doing better right now. Obviously, obviously this was months ago uh, when the episode was filmed, but I just like I wish her all the best and I, I hope mentally and physically that she's feeling like a lot better. So then Matt goes on and continues handing out the roses and um, ultimately um, there's one final rose left and Marilyn and Victoria are still without a rose. Obviously they had this issue um, at the cocktail party before the rose ceremony began. So Matt ended up giving the final rose to Victoria so unfortunately, Marilyn did not receive a rose, so she's out of the show already. So that was one of the, the questions that we were wondering at the end of episode two. So now we have our answer. So Victoria receives the final rose and Marilyn does not. Therefore, Marilyn goes home. Uh, that's unfortunate to see. Obviously, none of us are there. Only the contestants and everyone involved in the show really knows what happened behind the scenes with Marilyn and Victoria. But I just hope that Marilyn, I, I just hope that Victoria didn't make anything up about Marilyn and that caused her to go home. But 
at the end of the day, like maybe it's it was meant to be it was meant to be for Maryland to go home at that point and for Victoria to continue. So obviously <laughs> a very another very interesting uh a row ceremony. Uh Victoria lasts another ceremony. Um obviously a lot of people think producers have have been uh, making Matt keep her around because not a lot of people see a connection between the two. One of the women who did not receive a rose that stood out, out to me uh, from the beginning was Alana. Um, it was surprising to me that she's already going home, but obviously uh, like pretty much every rose ceremony, there's always gonna be a surprise or two. But yeah, I just uh, really wanted to get that in there because um, Alana really stood out to me from day one. So next up on the episode, so it's the day after the rose ceremony. Um, we see all the girls sitting together um, in the hotel. We see Chris Harrison walk in, and he he explains to them that there's going to be two group dates this week, along with a, a special one-on-one date. And he walks out of the room. Then uh, Sarah picks up the, the date card, and the first date is going to be a group date. Um, we have Rachel, Bree, Lauren, Kit, Serena C, Victoria, Kayla, Anna, Kylie, and Katie. Um, so the girls and Matt walk in to a room in the hotel, and it, all of a sudden we see Ashley I reading from a book, and it sounds like a like a sexual like love story kind of a book. And and after she's done reading, she explains to to the girls and Matt that she was reading from a love story that Chris Harrison actually wrote a couple years ago. Um, and she said there's a lot of like erotic and uh, sexual uh, writing in the book. So the girls are going to have to come up with basically like a, like a sexual little story uh, to read on stage in, um, to Matt. And in front of the rest of the girls that are not on the date, they're going to be sitting in the audience. So obviously <laughs> it's going to be a, it's going to be like an awkward date for, for I'm guessing most of the girls, I don't know of every girl, but I, I would, I would think for most of the girls, it's going to be kind of awkward. Um, obviously it's hard to be vulnerable a lot of times and especially like in a sexual way in front of <laughs> a large group of people. So obviously it's going to be an interesting and fun date. I think it was uh, actually a fun, funny idea by the producers or whoever came up with this date to have uh, this kind of date. And obviously it's great for Chris Harrison and his book to get some more exposure. Cause myself, like personally, I didn't know he had wrote this book. So that was cool to hear that he, he he's also, a, uh, to go along with his hosting duties and, and everything he does, he's also um, an author. So that's pretty cool to hear. But yeah, uh, let's let's see what, what happens on this date. While the girls are, are writing their stories, we see uh, Ashley I going around and seeing what the girls are writing and trying to give them advice as well as Matt uh, walking around and seeing what the girls are, are writing. Um, this obviously turns out to be a very interesting date. Um, yeah, like a couple of girls that, that stand out specifically, of course, Katie. Uh, obviously she's already known uh, to be very uh, sex positive. So I think it comes at no surprise that she obviously had a very she probably had a very fun time uh, writing this story for Matt. And and yeah, Katie's just a very likable person. 
Uh, she has such a great personality, and I think this was like the perfect um, day for her. Uh, we see Rachel, we see Bree, we see Victoria, uh, with a lot of uh, words that get bleeped out, which is obviously hilarious to me. I love that <laughs> Victoria, like, um, you know what I mean? Like, it is Victoria, Queen Victoria. So I wasn't surprised of all the words that got bleeped out. I thought that was really funny. So then after the the day portion of the day ends, um, the episode comes back and we're in the night portion. Um, Matt is uh, with all the girls. And the first girl we see him having a conversation with is uh, Rachel. And Matt uh, expresses to Rachel that her fantasy or her story uh, does not sound like a fantasy. Like it, it sounds like something that could really happen. Um, so obviously uh, we could tell that Matt obviously like has a strong connection already with Rachel. He has strong feelings with her. So that's really cool to see, especially like so early on. And then we, we see it uh, back from Rachel, like how happy she is like around Matt. And we just see them like, like uh, they basically can't like stop smiling and laughing around each other. So that should, that should tell us that, that Rachel uh, has one of the strongest connections so far in the house. So it's going to be interesting to see, um, like, going forward, what, what happens with Matt and Rachel. The next conversation uh, we see Matt having is with Bree, who is obviously a, another woman on the season who, who had a strong connection with Matt from day one, to go along with Rachel. Um, basically, uh, they talk about Bree's story being probably the most PG out of all the stories that were written. And Matt completely uh, respects um, Bree's view of wanting to keep the intimacy of their relationship private. And Bree's obviously very happy about that. And she's glad that, that Matt understands her reasonings for uh, not wanting to really exploit uh, her sexual desires uh, to the other women. Uh, she very much wants to keep it private and I respect it as well. But yeah, so the first two conversations we've seen on the night portion of this date is ob obviously with two women who have really stood out from day one and their connection with Matt, I think just keeps on growing. And I think both of these women are gonna be uh, continue on this journey with Matt for a, a very long time. Obviously we're gonna have to wait and see um, like I said, what happens with Matt and Rachel, but now we're also going to have to wait and see what happens with uh, Matt and Bree. Next up, we see uh, the women who are back uh, in the hotel who aren't on the date. We see them all talking and we hear a knock on the door and the next uh, group date card um, has been dropped off. Uh, Mari opens it up and uh, this next date is going to be a one-on-one -on -one between Matt and Serena P. Uh, obviously, Serena P is super happy. And um, uh, Serena P is another, like, she's a girl, too, that's really stood out to me from the first episode. Uh, obviously, she's, like, beautiful. Uh, and I, I really love, like, her smile and her personality is amazing. And I think Matt really likes her, too. So, so yeah, the, uh, the first one-on-one -on -one of this episode is going to be Matt and Serena P. So, next up, we go back to the date. And now we see Matt having a, a conversation with Katie. Um, it's a very, very nice conversation between the two. Uh, Matt tells Katie that she absolutely uh, killed it on the date. Uh, obviously, Katie says she loves the date and she had a great time. And all of a sudden, we see Sarah come in and interrupt um, this group date that she's not even a part of. 
So she asked uh, Katie if she could uh, have some time with Matt. Then um, Sarah and Matt begin to have a conversation. Katie go, goes back and uh, lets all the, the other women know. Obviously, they're all pissed off and they kind of feel disrespected because of the fact that Sarah is not supposed to be on this date, but somehow she, they're like all of them are together, none, none of them with Matt. And then somehow the one girl who's not supposed to be on this date is the one talking to Matt at the moment. And obviously, um, I, I feel it gets the, the women even uh, even more mad because of the fact of what happened at the last rose ceremony of Sarah, like having a panic attack or fainting or whatever happened. And they're just like really frustrated. They were, a lot of them were frustrated already. And just now like seeing this again, like Sarah trying to get even more time with Matt uh, kind of rubs them the wrong way. So it's going to be interesting to see, um, to see what happens next with Sarah and the girls. So then um, after going back to Matt and Sarah a couple of times, uh, Katie, uh, finally gets Sarah to to end her conversation with Matt. So Matt and Sarah stop talking, uh, and they kiss they 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 kiss each other on the lips, and um, Katie goes back into her conversation with Matt, and Sarah uh, goes to the other women and apologizes for for taking time um, on their group date. Sarah also says that. Uh, she wanted the women, like she wanted to let them know that she had taken some time uh, with Matt before anyone else um, told them. And then um, they bring up, like some of the women bring up the fact that they already knew because um, Katie had told them already. But um, Sarah, yeah, then Sarah says a couple more words to the to the women and she walks out of the date. And then we see Victoria uh, following Sarah. And then Victoria basically um, just um, expresses her frustration of Sarah uh, taking all uh, the time of all the all the women on the group date. Um, then uh, after Victoria and and Sarah have been talking outside, then we see Katie come outside after finishing her conversation with Matt, and basically Katie uh, expresses how frustrating it is that Sarah has already had a one on one and that uh, Katie, uh, she's hardly even had any time with Matt. So for someone to come and like take that time from her is just like very frustrating. And and Sarah like like apologizes to Katie and just tells her that she's going through a lot right now mentally and physically. And Katie, Katie like, um, asks Sarah if she's having like any insecurities or anything and she, and Sarah basically like says that uh, whatever is going on is between her and Matt. And honestly, I I a hundred percent like respect that uh, what Sarah did there, because at the end of the day, like each individual relationship like should be kept between Matt and 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 the girl. So I understand that uh, from Sarah's side, and I also understand Katie and some of the women being frustrated after Sarah's had a lot more time with Matt than uh, any of these women have, and. Then Katie returns inside. Then all the girls, like some of the girls still haven't had any time with Matt. Then Matt um, goes back and sits uh, on the couch next to all the women on the date. And um, he gives his, uh, he gives a group, group date rose to Rachel, 
Um, I, I, I wasn't surprised by that. I wasn't expecting that to happen because uh, of the conversations they, that they did show. I feel that Matt and Rachel were, was the best one. And I think I just felt like the biggest connection in that conversation than any of the other conversations that they showed. Uh, obviously, Rachel is happy, but I, I, what, something I really like about Rachel that I keep noticing is that she's not a show off whatsoever. Um, obviously, she, she was smiling and very happy, but she doesn't try to rub it in anyone's face or she doesn't, she doesn't try to make it seem like it's a trophy or that she's better than any of the other women. And I really love that about Rachel. And obviously, some of the women like uh, Anna, uh, Serena C., Kayla, to name a few, uh, unfortunately didn't get any time on this date um, with Matt. And so obviously they're even more frustrated and even more mad at Sarah for taking away their time. Uh, when, like I said already, like she's already had a one-on-one -on -one and some of these women still haven't even had a conversation with Matt since uh, their, since night one, since they arrived at, at Nemecolin and uh, met Matt. So I understand the frustration of uh, all these ladies, obviously. I understand Sarah. Uh, she's having like a hard time mentally and physically. Um, but yeah, so so Rachel gets uh, the date for this rose. And and next up, we're, we're going to see what happens on the one-on-one -on -one date between Matt and Serena P. Next up, we see uh, Katie uh, talking to some of the women that weren't on the date, including Mari and uh, Piper. And she lets the women know that uh, she wasn't, she hardly uh, slept last night. She was, uh, she was like very, it was very hard for her to get any sleep because she was uh, just thinking about Sarah most of the night. And she was very frustrated uh, that um, Sarah took away from her time. Uh, she tells the other women that Rachel ended up getting the group day, but she, she says that she, she can't help but feel like what if, if Sarah didn't interrupt her conversation with Matt? What if she would have gotten the, the group day rose? And I completely understand Katie's point there. And um, then, then we see um, like Mari and Piper, just like they're very surprised that, that Sarah um, interrupted this group date. And Katie lets them know that um, Sarah told her that she's considering leaving. So then it's even more frustrating for these women because if Sarah... I understand them because if Sarah is considering leaving, but she's also taking time from a lot of the women, like what is she really trying to do here? Like I understand their Katie's frustration completely. So it's a very like tricky situation. And then uh, after that, we see all the women together and we see Serena P. She's uh, dressed and ready to go for her one-on-one -on -one date with uh, Matt. Uh, like I said, all the women are here, but Sarah uh, has not come down. She's uh, in her room by herself, and she's um, kind of scared to to go talk to the women because she just like she pretty much knows and assumes that that most of them are gonna be like pissed off at her, and it might like uh, be kind of harsh with her. So she's kind of she's very nervous right now, and I understand her. But I also understand the other uh, women. So like I said, it's just a very tricky situation. And Matt shows up uh, for his one-on-one -on -one with, um, with Serena P. Um, he six, sits down with all the women and he talks about last night, about uh, Sarah uh, interrupting the group date. And, and then he starts looking around and he notices that Sarah's not there. 
and the women tell, uh, tell him that she hasn't come down all day and that she's been in her room. And then she, uh, Matt tells Serena that he'll be back uh, to, get, to give him five minutes because uh, he wants to go to Sarah's room to talk to her. So let's see what happens when uh, Sarah and Matt talk. Then uh, Matt goes into uh, Sarah's room. Uh, she's laying down in her bed. And he jumps on her, like jumps on the bed and and um, kisses her. Uh, they have a conversation. And Matt keeps um, reiterating how how strong his uh, connection and feelings really are for Sarah. Um, that one-on-one -on -one date really meant a lot for, for him. Like it meant a lot to him. And he really feels that like he has a strong connection with Sarah. Um, he tells her if, if, if this is what it takes like to have to go to her room every single day, he, that he will, that, that's how strong he feels about her. So I think that should say a lot to Sarah that Matt's like really into him. I mean, into her. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> but um, then um, it goes back to the women uh, talking uh, downstairs and, they're basically saying how it's been a long five minutes. Um, and then MJ believes that Sarah is manipulating Matt and that she's not going to stand for it and she's not going to let it happen. Um, and Matt and Sarah, their conversation ends. Um, before it ends, though, I, I want to say um, Sarah told Matt that she woke up uh, this morning and packed her bags and she was like basically about to leave. And he says that if that, if that happened, it would have been a tragedy. Um, so yeah, I wanted to get that in there. So yeah, their conversation ends. Um, it ends with a kiss. Matt goes back, uh, back downstairs and he apologizes. Uh, he says it was a long five minutes. Then um, um, he, he tells Serena P uh, that he's ready to go for their date. And Victoria asks Matt if, if uh, Sarah's okay. He says, yeah, she's okay. Uh, she's just uh, human. We're all humans at the end of the day. Um, I would I would uh, talk to anyone who was going through that right now. And I 100% love that Matt uh, did this. I 100% respect it. Um, that shows you how much Matt uh, cares for e each of these uh, each of these ladies there. Um, I think it really shows a lot about him. And then um, we see Sarah. I mean, we see Serena P and Matt. Um, walking out and they're going to go on their date. So let's see how that date goes. And we see um, Matt and Serena P walking together. Uh, Matt says he's very excited to spend the, the day with uh, Serena P. He says she's really uh, someone who's caught his eye from night one. And he says what she lacks in size, uh, she has in, she brings in uh, personality and he absolutely loves that. And Matt and Serena P each get on a horse and they go horseback riding. Um, it looks like like both of them are comfortable riding these horses and it looks like they're having a great time. Uh, Serena tells Matt that he looks good on the horse and that it suits him. Um, so yeah, the two, like they're riding these horses and uh, they're having a great conversation. They both seem to have be having a lot of fun and, and they, they, a lot of smiles and laughs are, are happening right now. Then uh, after they're done riding the horses, um, Matt tells uh, Serena that he's never made a charcuterie board before. And, and then Serena P basically 
she, she starts uh, making the charcuterie board and she tells him that, that he should be writing this down. <laughs> so that, that was funny from Serena. After eating uh, from the charcuterie board, um, Matt and Serena uh, begin to kiss. And then all of a sudden we see a donkey pop, pop up and then there's uh, like a, a group of donkeys that just come out of nowhere. And thankfully Matt and Serena both have the like playful personalities and they start cracking up and smiling. So I think, I think that was a, obviously that's a weird moment uh, to happen, especially uh, when, when you're kissing someone and you're like in such an intimate moment. But I think uh, these are two personalities that were perfect for that moment of a donkey just coming out of nowhere. I thought that was pretty funny. Also, uh, during this conversation, uh, Serena mentions to Matt that her, that her dad wasn't really um, a huge fan of, of her coming on the show. Um, she, she says, um, that her dad's really like, that he's really lived like uh, a life of like, yeah, school, uh, co like high school, college, you graduate, uh, get married, have kids. And, and she says that she doesn't want to live that type of, of life. And that basically she, she wanted to go out of the box and, and try something, um, unordinary. Um, and then we go to the night portion of the date. Um, Matt and Serena uh, uh, go into this uh, super nice looking place. Um, they sit down. Uh, they're having a, a great conversation. Uh, Matt expresses that uh, this date has uh, exceeded his ex expectations by far. So that's very uh, eye-opening, I believe. Uh, that should uh, tell us that um, he really has strong feelings already, like this early in the process for Serena P. And um, then they begin to speak about like if, if they've ever been in love. And um, Matt says he, he doesn't think that he's ever been in love, uh, that he, he's been in relationships, but he says he doesn't think he's felt like really like being in love with someone. Uh, Serena expresses that she's had like one serious relationship and she thought that guy was going to be the one for her. Uh, so the two continue to, to have like a, a nice uh, date. After the conversation ends and uh, Matt um, gives a, a rose to Serena P. And obviously this has been like an amazing date for both uh, Serena and Matt. Uh, they both keep uh, expressing how they could potentially um, see, see uh, themselves falling in love with one another. So that's, that's very cool to hear, especially this early uh, in the journey. And uh, after receiving uh, her rose, then Serena and Matt uh, take off their clothes and they both have their uh, bathing suits on and they go into a, a hot tub, a jacuzzi, and then um, they, they begin to talk for a little more and then they, they start making out. So like I said, overall, a great one-on-one uh, -on -one date for both Serena and Matt. So next up, um, we see all the women. Um, they're all they're all talking or whatever, and then they hear a knock on the door. Um, then Rachel goes and gets the, the next um date card, which is a group date. And as Rachel is about to start reading the, the names of the girls who who are on this group date, all of a sudden Sarah walks in, and she kind of sneaks in and sits on the couch uh, next to Bree. And before Rachel continues. 
or b- before Rachel starts reading, um, um, the girls basically say, um, uh, like MJ says, like, I was worried about you all day. And now you just come here out of nowhere, uh, sit down and say nothing. And then Sarah begins to like talk. She's like, yeah, I just wanted to address everything and wanted to apologize again uh, for to the girls on the group date that I interrupted. Then basically it's like a back and forth between Sarah and many of the women. Um, Anna is very frustrated. MJ is very frustrated. Uh, Victoria keeps going back and forth with Sarah. Um, Victoria says, I don't know about any of the other women, but I do not accept your apology. Um, Serena C calls Sarah toxic, uh, manipulate, manipulated, uh, calculated. And in my opinion, this was like way too much. I understand Sarah went on a group date that she wasn't supposed to be a part of, but there's no need to, to act so nasty and so, so rude to someone like no one uh, other than Matt knows what's, what's going on for Sarah at home, uh, her situation with her father. Um, so I understand like the women are frustrated at the moment, but there's no need for them to be so like, just to be so rude to her. Like, I, I thought it was a little too far. Like obviously they're going to be frustrated and that's a hundred percent. Like I understand that a hundred percent. I just believe they took it a little too far. Uh, and specifically Victoria is just, you can just tell she, she's trying to create drama. She's trying to get attention for herself uh, when she says she doesn't accept the apology. And I just think it's annoying already uh, with Victoria. Uh, like her antics are a little annoying and nothing against her personally. Obviously, like I've never met her. So I have nothing against her. Just like what I've seen is just like so annoying. It's been annoying, but it just keeps getting more annoying. But so, yeah, then the conversation, uh, um, between Sarah and the women ends and then um, we see Sarah go back to her room then the next day we see uh, Sarah in her room uh, crying and then we hear a knock on the door and it's Katie uh, who comes in uh, to talk to to Sarah um, to let her know that she didn't like at all um, the way that the rest of the women were talking to her and uh, treating her and they can continue the conversation and Sarah lets Katie know that she's made up her mind and she, she, she's decided to go home. And she's going to leave um, because she can't take this anymore. She says it's the, her, her reasonings for leaving is a, a mixture of, it's a mixture of a lot of things. And, and she, then Katie tells Sarah, she's like, look, if you have a strong connection with Matt and if he has a strong connection with you, um, I'm going to need you guys to explore that because I don't want to be a backup or I don't want him to be basically thinking about you um, when he's talking to other, the rest of these women. And uh, Sarah then lets Katie know that um, one of the main reasons for her like wanting to leave is, is that her father has a terminal illness. Obviously, us, the audience, we've known this and Matt knows this, but I don't think any of the women actually knew this. So, and Katie says she completely understands um, that changes everything. She says she, a couple of years ago that she lost her dad and he passed away and you know, she didn't get to say goodbye to her dad. And she doesn't want the same thing to happen to Sarah. So she completely understands her. And then they have a nice moment where they hug each other and, and Sarah thanks uh, Katie for coming to talk to her and seeing how she's doing.
um, I, I personally, like, this is a very emotional moment for me. Um, I watched it twice, actually, and I, it brought tears in my eyes both times. I, I just, like, I want to wish um, Sarah's dad all the best. Uh, I hope he, he's doing great right now. I hope uh, I want to, I'm thinking of her uh, and her family, thinking of Katie um, and her family. Um, and I know her dad's watching over her and super proud of her. Uh, I absolutely like, I love Katie. She, she just seems like such a cool person, like such a big heart, obviously beautiful inside and out, great personality. She's funny, but yeah, it just seems like she has like the biggest heart. And the way that she comforted Sarah here was just like amazing to see. And I, I'm glad that it happened too. But so yeah, Sarah's leaving. So let's see what happens next. Sarah then packs her her, her luggage and uh, heads downstairs. Um, she leaves and then we see Katie. No, we see the other women. Uh, they're out together uh, and they're talking about Sarah, like, oh, uh, she in her room again, third day in a row. And then Katie comes down after her conversation with Sarah, and she lets the, the rest of the women know that uh, she had a conversation um, with Sarah, and that she has some, some family uh, issues going on, basically some personal issues, and that she decided this process uh, isn't for her, and she decided to leave. And, and Katie goes on to say to the women that she wants to remind them all to be classy because um, she they don't know they don't all know their stories and they don't really know what's going on at home or in their personal lives. I thought that was such a nice gesture by Katie to say that, and it is so true. Uh, just in general, not for the show, obviously, like general in life, like you never know what someone's going through at home or in their personal life or mentally. So try to not judge people and try to try to make people feel loved. And I think Katie has done an amazing job and I think she's definitely a role model for every single person watching this show right now. So now we see um, Sarah, she gets off her car and she's going to, to let Matt know that, that she's leaving. So then um, Matt opens the door, uh, Sarah goes inside and she she's crying like she has tears in her eyes uh, they begin to talk and she tells matt that she doesn't feel welcomed in the house that some of the women are are malicious and not accepting her in um she doesn't feel comfortable in the house and and he, he matt uh, basically tells her again that he has such a strong connection with her uh he, that he really appreciates her opening up um opening her heart to him and he really felt her heart and that he really wants to see what happens with them. And then she, she says that it's just like very hard and that she's like thought about it a lot. And she, she prayed and she, she feels it's best for her to, to go back home right now, uh, to be with her family. And that she doesn't think she was ready for this uh, journey on the show right now. And Matt says um, that he knows whenever she's ready to settle down and, and have a relationship or get married, uh, that um, a guy's gonna, whatever guy she ends up with is gonna be very lucky. Um, he says, unfortunately, it's not me, but I know that guy That guy is gonna be very lucky. He basically tells her how amazing that she is. And um, 
he, he just reiterates what he said in the prior conversation that everything they've done together, um, he's really appreciated. And she says he, that she wishes she could have shown him um, her heart. And he says that he did see, like that he feels her heart. So obviously it was a very emotional goodbye for, for both Sarah and Matt. Um, obviously Matt, this, this is one of the girls that from day one has had a, that Matt has had one of the strongest connections with. And I know Sarah, like she expresses over and over again that she, that she has had feelings for Matt. So it's just a very tough uh, situation uh, for both of them. Obviously this is gonna, this could be extra tough on Matt going forward because now he might uh, be unsure about some of the other relationships he had, he has going on. And of course, he doesn't want this to happen again. He doesn't want another relationship to prolong and, and b build a deeper connection with someone. And just they just like one day to the other, they just decide to leave. So obviously a very uh, tough situation. And obviously, honestly, I didn't expect this happening at all. So then... Uh, the episode ends with Sarah uh, getting back into the car. Uh, her and Matt say goodbye to each other. And as she's uh, dr driving off, Sarah expresses how she knows that Matt um, felt her heart and that she, she felt a really strong connection with Matt and that she still has strong feelings. And she knows that he understands how much um, she loves her family and wants to be with her family at this time. And she also says that she feels she might be making the wrong decision. So I, I, I just want to say, like, I, I wish Sarah nothing but the best. I hope she's doing a lot better right now than she was uh, during that time. For real, I, nothing but the best for Sarah. Like, I wish her all the best. And, yeah, it's just crazy to think about that Sarah, literally, this is episode three, and she's gone already. I don't think anyone would have predict, predicted that. Um especially after that great one-on-one -on -one date uh, in the last episode, episode two. But it's going to be interesting to see, like, does Sarah come back later on in the season? Um, is she ever going to be on a, a Bachelor show again? Um, it's kind of reminded me of, like, on Colton's season uh, when Elise like, kind of eliminated herself. I thought her and Colton had such a strong connection. So when she decided to leave, I was, like, like I was completely in shock. So this Sarah situation is kind of reminding me of that. But overall, another great episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Bachelor Matt James episode three recap. Stay tuned for the episode four recap coming soon. Before I let you guys go here, I want to tell you guys about Fit Need Bar. Uh, Fit Need Bars are high quality, tasty, gluten-free, high fiber, natural protein bars with low calories and no added sugar. If you guys want to try out these delicious and healthy protein bars, make sure to head to fitneedbar.com and use code ROBGAL20 for 20% off. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at the flame underscore ES. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at the flame underscore underscore ES. You can follow me on Instagram at ROBGAL, R-O-B-C-A-O. And till next time, everyone, take care.